This is Nolan Bushnell, and I'm here with Dr. Leah Haynes and Doc and John Kraft, who are part of the executive team of Exodexa. And what I, we want to talk to you about today is education, play, playfulness in learning, empathy, you know, just how are you going to be good people? And how is it taught or is it innate? And so with that, I want to say that I feel like one of the things that we do and some things that we possibly hive off to our religion or our other people, when in fact, I think our educational process and our parents really need to be mindful of compassion and playfulness. You say, well, compassion and playfulness, isn't that quite different? And the answer is no. You know, the when you are playful, you are treating others as a, a co-player, you know, one of the kids things we do when kids are two, three, four, teach them how to play with each other. You know, if, if you don't share, if you're not, you know, a, a, a good playmate, people quit playing with you and, and all kinds of bad things. And so I think that we need to really look at education and up their ability to teach these kinds of things. Um, my younger kids kind of grew up on Pajama Sam and, and uh, Spy Fox and some of the humongous games. And if you really dissect those games, they're quite empathetic. They, they show playfulness and how you can really have fun while you're playing. I mean, Pajama Sam. He's, in order to, to, you know, defeat darkness, which is, is that he had to have his lunchbox and his flashlight. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's kind of playful in its construct. So who doesn't need their flashlight and their uh, lunchbox? lunchbox? Really? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, John, what's, what's your take on this whole playfulness thing? Yeah, I think, um, you know, another another way of thinking about playful learning, it, you know, another way to, you know, to uh, talk about it is to talk about it as engaged learning, right? Because when you're playing, you're engaged. And, and it, if you're engaged, you know, you're active. So it's active learning. And there's a lot of research, you know, we, <clears throat> I'm not surprised about these findings. There's a lot of research about active learning um, and how much more effective it is for kids. It's, it's literally um, an order of magnitude, uh, better retention when you're active um, and engaged while you're um, receiving information and processing information. And so playing is, is being engaged, it's being active. And if we can find ways to educate in that process, it's a dramatically more effective mechanism. And so I think it's fantastic. You know, the right games, and especially at this point, the right video games can do so much good 
for a child's cognitive development, for their resilience, because in the game, when you fail, you, you go to, you know, you go down a level or you lose a few things or, or you die and come back. It's like you're, you keep coming back and you keep trying to get to the next. uh, So it helps to build rigor. And for so many years, parents, including myself 30 years ago, were like, get off your video games and do some homework. And now I, you know, if, if we are successful at what we're trying to do, it'll be, how many hours did you put into the game today? Like, where are you in your game? And the humiliation of, of learning will disappear because where you are in your game is between you, your parents, and your teacher. No other students know if you're struggling in one area or another. It's no one else's business. And the joy that comes from, I mean, we were talking uh, in a different podcast about uh, Thrively and the impact on students being seen, uh, this is just another level of that. This is like, they're yes, they're being seen and they're being spoken to with respect, honored in their privacy, and encouraged to have fun with their learning. And when I was a kid, if you were smiling too much, you got the, the ruler cracked over your desk or your knuckles, one or the other. Yeah, and they're earning yeah, more. You know, one of the things that's built into, you know, all gameplay is, you know, rewards for for doing well. And so that's just part of. So now kids are getting rewarded for learning and rewarded for completing lessons. And once that feedback loop becomes, you know, established, it becomes addicting and people want those rewards and it it drives them. It motivates them even more uh, academically. And so I think it's you know really exciting you know, frontier world. Well, you know, it turns out the people, and, and I'd like to do a little more research on this, but I, I know that people who prank, you know, other people, which is kind of, it's not necessarily totally empathetic, but it's, you know, everybody has fun as long as it's done so that, you know, the prank isn't too extreme. But, you know, Steve Wozniak, who is probably one of the better engineers that, that I've known, big, big pranker. He, 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 he figured out ways to mess with people all the time. <laughs> and you, you just couldn't help but laugh at, at some of the antics. And, and I've kind of been accused of that here and there. But, you know, it's... <laughs> one of those areas where where do you draw the line you know I, I think you know drawing blood is definitely not a good idea <laughs> yeah drawing blood would be would be shunned I think in the uh, in the body of it but well one I, time, I, I, I gotta go tell you this one there was a one of the vice presidents of, of, uh, of sales was kind of a funny guy and all that and they decided they were going to prank him and they totally filled up his office with balloons so you couldn't get so once you opened it in the door you couldn't get into the room you know <laughs> you didn't know what to do and it was just one of those fun pranks that you, you had to say great yeah, those are the kinds of pranks that are just fun and funny and nobody's getting hurt it's right 
you know, the only time they're bad is when somebody's one person is devastated while the rest are laughing. That's just a really sweet game. Another one they did that I thought was really over the top. They took all of his furniture out of his office. <laughs> they they put in three or four inches of sand, a beach umbrella, and a and a and a, and a chase lounge. I wish they'd do that to my office. Right. Exactly. That would feel pretty good. Well, he, he actually kept it that way for a couple of weeks. And he had yeah. his phone next to his, 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 his you know, lounger. And, well, I think that the school version of that is the teachers who are bold enough and fun enough to, like you see them online doing TikToks with their class or for their classes or you see them dressing up in a period costume to come in and teach about the uh, constitution. Like those are the teachers that that's the, you know, they're not so much pranking as just fully engaging and being, you know, bringing more to the experience than a lecture. Yeah. I had a physics professor in college that they called him Dr. Swigert's magic show. <laughs> and, and he would, have all these experiments using physical principles and things like that. And when he'd come in with particular ones, he'd wear a crash helmet and a football helmet or, or you know, what have you, you know. So you knew that there was going to be some kind of fireworks that day. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, it's sort of similar to teachers who just have a great sense of humor and tell jokes in the classroom. You know, it, it doesn't require fancy dress up. The, the key is get kids laughing, get kids engaged, make it fun. And uh, I've had lots of teachers like that and, and you just couldn't wait for their class, you know, and it just makes such a difference. Even if it's one or two one-liners here or there, even if they're poking fun at you. I had a teacher who loved to, you know, say I was going to end up selling knishes on Broadway, you know, uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah. You know, if I if I you know did something you know disruptive in the class or something, this is when I was a junior in high school, and uh, you know I just it was just fun. They, you know, teachers like that, you know, make the classroom a, a fun place to be. Yeah. Well, maybe in our software we need to integrate a lot of jokes. <laughs> That's your specialty, Nolan. There's yeah. room for it. It's my job. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know if we covered the topics we said we would cover, but we did cover some topics and I'm glad that uh, the two of you were here and I'm glad whoever has been with us uh, is here and, and I hope you enjoy it. And we will see you again soon with another podcast from Exodexa. <laughs>